what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about coronavirus. This is the introduction. This is where we are now, because apparently this is all we're going to fucking talk about. So it's the mask. It's the social distancing. It's the coughing. It's the sneezing. It's the how far does your breath really travel. It's the kids, more kids cases with this multi-symptom inflammatory shit. Now there's 82 confirmed cases in New York City. This is, this is not the introduction that uh, I planned on having. Uh, I still don't have a written introduction, obviously. But here we are again. And I never thought, literally the next day, I just posted the rant with Steve-ish about the joggers in Central... And, and him being attacked. He was actually on the receiving end of the crazy person, which is normally me, screaming at someone, why don't you have a mask on? And, and I tried to take a step back. So this morning, again, crack a lack of dawn up at the hill. The sun is coming up earlier. There are more people out earlier. More people want to be around less people in order to get their workout in. So they're getting up earlier, and it's creating more more traffic on the hill. And here's where I'm going to start because this Lincoln now, this morning, Lincoln, I, Moose's mom, um, had the same interactions. And it was, again, left me flummoxed, mind boggled, in a perpetual state of what the fuckedness, because we can't seem to get it right. Some of us can. But some of us just seem to give fewer fucks than other people. And, and I am having, clearly, I am epically failing at Hazmat's suggestion of mental compartmentalization and letting go and, and controlling only what you can control. I can control how I react to your stupidity, your lack of giving any fucks about humanity. This isn't about me. Wanting to take care of myself. This is about me putting on a mask because I give a shit about you or your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother or your cousin or your uncle who may or may not have underlying conditions, who may or may not be immunocompromised, who may or may not be going through chemo, who may or may not have other um, issues that they're dealing with to compound those problems and potentially kill somebody. So I, I found myself this morning, I, I had my mask on during my run. Was it on the whole time? No, there were not people there the whole time. At 6 a.m., when I started my run, there was no one there. Michelle was walking her dog. She left. I got back on the track because I usually zigzag on the grass to avoid people so that I don't have to put... If I could stay 20 feet away from you without having to put my mask on, I will not run with my mask. I am putting that out there. I am not a motherfucking hypocrite. I wear my mask when I walk down the sidewalk to get to the park. I take the mask off to do my stupid fucking weather report where there is no one at the entrance to the park. I put my mask back on if I see anyone up on the hill, lock my bag up on the bench, lock my bag up, I attach the leash to it, and then I start my run. If there's no one there, I'm not going to run with the mask because I can't fucking breathe with the mask on. It is challenging to run with a mask covering your nose and your mouth that is not filtered specifically for running. These aren't made by, like, fucking Nike or Under Armour or have some type of, like, running-approved filtering fabric so that you can still train and breathe through the mask. It's a fucking bandana, for fuck's sake. It gets all snotty and full of spit. It's disgusting. It's actually more disgusting. But the point is I wear it because, like Steve said, it's more psychologically symbolic, like for people to calm people down so people don't tweak out, so people know that I'm aware and I'm concerned. 
and I will put it on if I see somebody. That is the complete opposite of what happened again this morning. So here I sit again, and I came home, 7 o'clock in the fucking morning, tweaked the fuck out, got on the bike, rode it out, tried, took a shower. I, I really wanted to let this, clearly you can see, like nothing has calmed down since 7 o'clock this morning, and it's almost 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Because the shit is absolutely the most ridiculous. It's, it's just asinine. And there are people that say, I don't run with a mask. It, it depends where you are geographically located. If you are out like in the country, again, this is so fucking repetitive. It is from the Office of Redundancy on Redundancy. If you are running and there is no one around you or you see someone coming and you can run 50 feet away from them in the suburbs, outside of a, outside of a city, of an urban area, then okay, I, you have some leeway. Do I think you should wear the mask when you leave your house? Yeah, probably. Because it, it, it also protects, because you, you could theoretically be asymptomatic. Nobody knows if they have it or if they don't. Unless you have been literally locked in your house since this started and have never left, you do not know if you are an asymptomatic carrier. It's that simple. I was out going to the supermarket in Fairway a month and a half ago. I was kind of careful, wiped it down with an alcohol swab, got in the car, took my latex gloves off, but I was still in the car with the schmooper debt. Like, it, who the fuck knows? So you'd be, you'd be extra careful. This was the point that I made to Moose's mom on the way home. And then I will get, because there's a whole rant with me and Lincoln. Moose's mom is off in the distance listening. But this is the point. If you know that something is preventative, if you, don't, if you know the worst case scenario, in this case is death, and there is something that you can do that may or may not, but more likely than not, will prevent that from happening to you or to someone else. You err on the side of that prevention strategy, which is wearing a motherfucking mask. I'm no fucking doctor. I'm no epidemiologist. I, 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 I am no scientist. I know that if I cover my mouth, I am in some way maybe cutting the odds down, whether it's 5%, 1%, 10%. It's less chance that I'll get it than I would. So why not take that, take those calculated risks, put on a fucking mask. So we get to the hill and it starts to get a little bit of crowded, 615. I'm already done with my 2.25 miles. There's, I will now explain to you the players that are up on the hill. Triathlete guy is a guy that has been running up there for years. He's a, he's a little skinny, slight dude. Rides like what has to be a $20,000 bike with one of those aerodynamic wheels, and the bike has to weigh maybe like an ounce. It's got to be a total carbon fiber, unbelievably fast, light bike. He usually leaves his shoes clipped to the bike. He changes his running shoes, and he runs, and he laps me 7,000 times. He was there running, no fucking mask. I have the video. I shot. I put it on my Instagram stories. I will add that to this tweet when I put it out. No mask. He also made no effort to change or manipulate the route that he was running. He continued to stay on his path, on his line, no matter who he was running by. I was near the bench doing my TheraBand workout. I had my mask on because he wouldn't move out of the way or make any effort to move. I don't know if he's running for time. I don't know if he's running for distance. I don't know if he thinks there's ever going to be another triathlon anytime fucking soon. But you can't compete in the triathlon if you're fucking dead, bro. So he didn't wear a mask. And then there was another girl up there who like actually waved to me and I was like, why are you waving me? No mask. 
did her little jog around the grass, had a dog, and then went off over onto another part of the hill, did her burpees and her jumping jacks. No mask. People still around. Now, mind you, Lincoln is still continuing to run. He has a bandana. He even asked the try guy if he could move a little bit away from him and give him some room, if he's not going to run with a mask, which is the right fucking thing to do. Also, by the way, if you choose to not wear a mask, you need to not run on the circular path where people go around and around and around and around in a circle. You need to go zigzag your ass through the motherfucking park where you can work to avoid people so that you could do your run maskless. Every, everybody else up there that has a fucking functioning brain cell is running with a mask, except for the guy who was running, who was doing wind sprints, and when he was wind sprinting, he would put his mask on his neck, and then when he was done wind sprinting and cooling down and jogging his cool down, he would lift the mask back up. Totally fucking pointless, bro. Totally fucking pointless. The mask is either on or it's off because obviously when you're wind sprinting, you're, e- you're even exhaling more forcefully than if you were just jogging because at some point when you jog, you are, the point of jogging is to, is to get to a point where you're not gasping for air and about to pass the fuck out. The point is when you run to be able to control your breathing and your heart rate and so that you, that is the point, if any, that you don't need a mask. I say put the mask on all the time when there are people around. Then there, were, then there were the people on the hill, the woman who takes her mask on and off to drink her coffee. And then there was the guy who I'd never seen before, who was up there with one of those surgical masks, not an N95 mask, with his headphones on. He ran onto the track, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, this guy sees everybody with their mask on, except for the try guy and this girl, and he's going to put his mask on. It's on his fucking neck. So he runs by me. Doesn't put his mask on. He runs by again, and I say, I, it w- I said, excuse me. Can you?" And he takes his earbud out of his ear. I said, can you put your mask on, please? There's a, a lot of people around. We all have our masks on. And I'm saying this through my mask, like an idiot. This motherfucker looks at me, screws up his face like I'm the fucking psycho, puts his earbud back in, and keeps on running. I'm... Why, and this is what I say in the ramble thing, why wear the fucking thing in the first place? If somebody even asks you, if you have it on and you're walking down the sidewalk, you choose not to wear it, and you walk by someone and they say something, whatever. I legitimately asked you, please put on your mask. And you look at me and then you were like, basically go fuck yourself? And this is the problem with the messaging. This is the problem with Cuomo. If you can't socially distance, Put on a mask. No, bro. Every time you step out of your motherfucking house, put on a motherfucking mask. You want to be responsible for killing someone else's kid or giving someone else's kid the coronavirus or someone else's grandma the coronavirus or somebody else's mother, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, aunt, niece, nephew, any, any motherfucking body? That's enough with this wishy-washy shit. Step out of your fucking front door, put on a fucking mask. Then, if you are in a situation where you can maybe take the mask down, like if you're running out in the suburbs, or if you're running out in the country, or on some nature trail, if you're that fucking fortunate, then take your fucking mask off. I I have no problem with that. But if somebody legitimately asks you to put, please put your mask on. Dude, why are you a dick? Why would you not put it on? Why would you not put the mask on? And this is the problem, because this is where we are right now. Motherfuckers are all over the place, not wearing masks. They want to open outdoor seating and dining in this fucking city. 
You can't clear people with no businesses open on a New York City sidewalk with, with six feet of distance. And there's fewer people out. The weather's going to get nice. The temperature's going to go up. There's going to be a million people out. And you want to have people standing around waiting to get an outside table so they could sit and have drinks with every motherfucker breathing on them? What, what the fuck are these people thinking? It, it makes no sense. That's like the Department of like Transportation or the, whoever the fuck they are. The DOH or whoever went and posted that on Twitter. New York City thinking about opening outside eating and drinking. Really? Have you ever... Who hasn't seen the brunch lines outside in this fucking city? And now outside is the only place you're going to be able to sit? And you want people to be outside walking on the sidewalk? You can't clear two feet on a New York City sidewalk without bumping into somebody, walking into somebody's face, saying excuse me to somebody. You can have people walking into traffic? It's fucking ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. This, this shit is never going to motherfucking go away. It's never going to go away. And I know we're stuck with it until the vaccine. I, I, I get that. And then the vaccine might not even work. And then people might not even get the vaccine because you're going to have that whole entire anti-vaxxer bullshit. And we're not even going to get started on the fucking ultra-orthodox that continue to break the motherfucking rules. And de Blasio is in so far up to his eyeballs, talking out of both sides of his motherfucking face. Cuomo has to be super-duper fucking clear I mean, I walked past the dude, this, this guy outside the bodega. The bodega was not even open. Young kid. And we were like looking at each other eyeball. And I was like, no, bro, go around the corner. I'll walk behind you. I have a mask. He like waved me on. No, no, you go. And he dipped into the doorway with his little fucking vanilla cigarette with the little filter. Whatever the fuck those things are. And I turned around and I said, look, bro, be careful with how many cigarettes you smoke. This is a respiratory disease. Stay safe. And he was like, yo, stay safe, miss. And I was like, okay, but clearly, <laughs> I mean, the kid, the guy had no mask and, and, and smoking. And I guarantee you that's not his one and only cigarette. And I'm not talking about addiction. I know this. I don't know what it's like to smoke cigarettes. I don't know what it's like to be addicted to cigarettes. I don't know what it's like to say, is it worth risking taking my mask off and going outside to have a cigarette to potentially catch something if people are around? Maybe he thought no one's going to be around. It was early in the morning. I don't fucking know. All I know is this is a whole risk-reward situation. This is a whole privilege situation. Who thinks they're privileged? Who thinks they have to follow the rules? Who thinks they don't have to follow the rules? And that's what Lincoln talks about. And it's fucking insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. Because everybody's doing whatever the fuck they want to do. And I think, if anything, somebody needs to get in the park and somebody needs to stand at the hill and say, listen, if you don't have a mask, you can't run here. Because adults can't... we cannot, uh, there is no successful adulting going on. And, and, I, and then the woman with the dog was back. Same woman, no mask. Still walking and wanting to get close to people and play with, you know, and engage with them while her dog gets to know other dogs. It, no. Just no. Like it, so, so I feel like it's then me, then I have to leave. I'm doing the right thing. I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to be the good human being. I'm trying to be preventative and be smart and not get anyone else sick, not knowing whether or not I have it. But, and I have to leave the park. They, get, they break the rules, and they get to stay and enjoy the park. That's the problem. That's the problem that I have. It's why the motherfuckers that don't follow the rules 
always seem to get to win. I know it's not a competition. This is not like winning or losing, but it feels like that because I feel like I'm losing because I'm the one that has to go home, that feels like they need to leave the environment, for A, for my own personal safety, because I just can't hold my tongue, obviously, and B, because I don't want to stand there like a lunatic screaming at everybody and lose my fucking head. It's bad enough. I knew Lincoln wanted to come over and rant. I could tell. He was lit up. So was I. I was ready for it. And you're ready for it now, too, so here it is. Okay, hold on, because I'm going to stay right there. You can fix that, but you need to stay six feet away from me. I love you, but I'm not fucking around because... You are, but I, I don't, I mean, not you, dude, this, I, this woman, no mask. That woman over there doing burpees, no mask. This triathlon guy, no mask. The guy doing wind sprints took the mask off his face while he was sprinting. What? Are we on air yet? Yeah. So here's the thing. I think the, uh, I know, it's hard. I think the theme for social distancing is like, let me say it this way. The social, can you hear me with this mask? Yes. The social distancing ad lib should be, the rules don't apply to me because. And everyone has a reason, right? And also, you know, the rules are, the strict rules are very difficult to follow. So for example, you know, when I run up here, I have a bandana, but I don't have it around my face the whole time, but only when I'm close to people, right? Right. But that requires a certain amount of attention on my part. And also there are people who might say, I wish you'd put that bandana on 10 meters sooner, right? Right. So there is that, right? But, but we had this conversation with Steve-ish on Sunday, and it is now a perception. Here's the burger guy that has the mask around his chin. She has the mask fully on. Right, he has the mask couple, around right? his chin. There are a couple because they came up here. Okay, but that's okay, but we're still, no, like... No, I know, I know. But I think that, um, I mean, but like, like, the worst for me is the dude... Let me just take a step back. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the triathlete guy who thinks he's immune, like, not only to the virus, but to any other rule. It's not even that it has to be a rule. It's actually, and there was a thing going around social media is I wear a mask, not because I'm told to, but because I want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Right, but the thing is this, like, I really think, I mean, I don't want to get too philosophical about this, but I really think when you live in a culture like ours that celebrates individual accomplishment above everything else, right? So it doesn't matter if you're in school, if you have a four point, well, I guess in California, a 5.0 GPA. Oh, God. But you're a complete asshole, everyone thinks you're a good student, right? I think if you're a person with a 5.0 GPA and a complete asshole, you're not a good student or a good person, right? Right. But our society tells you otherwise. What's important is the grades you get, the SAT scores you get, the money you make, the power you have, right? In a society that elevates that and worships at that altar, it's very easy to internalize that the rules don't apply to me. Because if I break the rules and get slightly ahead, society rewards me. And one of the perks of achievement, whether it's by achievement or by birth, is that the rules don't apply. And if you don't believe that, see how many times Donald Trump has been convicted, has been convicted for rape, right? Or for real estate fraud, right? Or for other kinds of fraud, right. the rules don't apply. So these are people, I mean, I mean, I, I, when I ran by the guy, he had his earphones in, but I said, hey dude, the other guy. No, the triathlon. Your friend's triathlon. Again. He does. Oh, he has his earphones in. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm not friends with him. I'm joking. Oh. But I said, um, <laughs> did you move to one side or the other since you're not wearing a mask? I don't care how expensive your bicycle is, right? Which is expensive, but I know, but that's the point, right? Right. He's got money. His bicycle's more expensive than mine. I got a good bike. I'm not complaining, but so he thinks the rules don't apply. The same things that got him to get that expensive bike has taught him that the rules don't apply. But if but, somebody asks you, so here's my point. Like this other guy that also had headphones in and a mask around his neck. 
I saw him come up here earlier. He ran. I avoided him. I cut across the hill. That's on me. I choose. I made the choice to control what I could control, oh, right. like everybody's telling me to. Right here, Moose's mom is going to listen from way over there. Oh, yes, Icy, come here, please. And I made the choice to run around him. But when I was here on my little stupid light pole, and he came right past the bench and didn't make any effort to move off his line. And I said, can you please put your mask on? I was very nice. I said, could you put your mask on? Took his headphone out. Because clearly he couldn't understand me because I'd be asking him, I don't know, maybe the time. What? I said, can you please put your mask on? He put his headphone back in and just continued to run. But, let's, but, let's kind of, but the thing to keep in mind is that, is that it's, again, what he's saying is the message there is, I don't care if you get Then why put the fucking mask on when you walk out of the house? Why do that? I don't get care if you get sick or die. Because my, it's not worth it for me to minor inconvenience but, myself. But here's the point, and this is what I need help understanding. I don't know, and, and, and Michelle is a much more rational person. I just don't understand, like, why put the mask on? Like, why put it on? I, seriously, I, these are, I want to talk to them. I want to know. Like, I want to understand why you would go through the effort of putting on the mask, coming out here to run, to be somewhat, I don't know, healthy? You clearly care about, like, your physical condition. Why, why do that? And then if somebody asks you nicely, I wasn't like, yo, fuckhead, put on the motherfucking mask like I could have been. I said, can you please put the mask on? And he looked at me like I had 37 heads and I was the fucking crazy one. Well, uh, first of all- So why put the mask on? Well, there are, even in New York, there's about 10 to 15% of the population who do believe this is a hoax and who are MAGA people, right? So if you stumble across one of those cult members, you're gonna encounter that. But is he a cult member? He, he I don't, he put I mean, on the mask. It is, it is the rules don't apply to me. And, and the other part of the rules that apply to me is that I don't care what happens to other people if, I'm, if I get slightly more ahead. That's also part of the subtext of our, of our system. This is the same we talked about it. Steve-ish was like, it's really um, tyranny of the, of, the, of the misinformed and the fearful. And I was like, okay, but there is something legitimately to be afraid of. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Right? Like, she's still going over there. Like, now there's no one around her. Fine, you don't want to have a mask? Fine. She doesn't are, even have one ne it with there are, anywhere. There are two possible explanations, and oh. I'm open to either one of them being true, right? But I see two possible explanations here. One, one, and I'll just speak for myself. Michelle, right? does she have a mask? I think she has a mask on. Does she have a mask? That's the woman with the dog with no mask for like the fifth day. Oh, no, no. no mask? No. Okay. So there's two possible explanations. I'll just speak for myself, and you can see if it applies to you too. One, there is a dangerous pandemic out there that can be spread uh, through people who are asymptomatic and through the air. So you don't want to get too close to somebody because a particle from their exhale could maybe be infected. And similarly, a particle of your exhale could be infected and get on them and get them sick, right? I'm not a scientist, but that's kind of a layperson's. That's one explanation, right? That's one, that's possible that that's true, right? Another possibility is that I'm crazy. Right. And I've made all this up for some reason, right? Because I'm angry or something. They both could be true, right? But if the first one is true, it doesn't matter if the second one is true. If the first one is false, then, then the second one truly is true. And, and, and I think a lot of people believe that when you say, hey, why don't you wear a mask? Or I say, hey, could you maybe give me a little more space on the sidewalk when you're walking by? They just, they think point, point A is false and point B therefore is true. And look, maybe it is. Maybe this is all made up. Maybe I did hallucinate all this, but I don't think I did. Right? Yeah, no, I, I think you could talk to the dead people and the people that yeah. have lost people and the people that, you know, can't, like, go visit loved ones who are sick and have to give the, you know, I say know. goodbye over a fucking walkie-talkie that, like, this is, I don't know. I just want to understand it. I really do. Like, I, that's the part I can't wrap my head around. Because people, we live in a society where if you succeed, you get the message that but is she, how is she succeeding? Like, how is, how, is like... Is she succeeding right now doing jumping jacks? I don't know. But I'm saying that that's the culture is telling you that. 
So now when the country is telling you, you have to act collectively to solve this problem, you know, half the country says, do you see the word collective? We must be a Stalinist, right? <laughs> and, and the other half of the country says, well, if everyone else does and I don't, I'll get ahead, which is true in some things, but not necessarily here. But it is in some cases even more true here. Because ultimately, according to the doctors, you're wearing the mask primarily to protect others. Ultimately. Right. This is 100% about other people and but, humanity. Uh, <gasps> oh my God, it's a rat, it's a rat, it's a rat! Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln! Lincoln! Whoa, that, she got it, actually. Ugh. Even the rats are out. The sun's out. It's This whole, the world is ending. That was disgusting. Go brush your teeth. I have to say, I had an amazingly nice moment with a woodpecker on the tree. It was a beautiful sunrise. And you have these moments where you're like, wow, okay, it's not so bad. And then literally in an instant, this happens. And this is like, this is clearly why I suck at the mental compartmentalization part. Because you need to throw that other shit away. And like realize that you got to take the moments that you can get. because, Or, or, or now we leave. And I feel like they win. And I hate, I'm so fucking competitive that I hate losing. But, you know, I mean, but they win because they're still out here, no mask, doing whatever the fuck they want to do. And we're the ones that are like, oh, I got to hurry up and get home because I don't want to catch what they have or I have to go somewhere else or I have to avoid them and not be where I want to be. So they're basically controlling me and I hate that. Maybe I'm wrong. Is that too psychoanalytical? No, I, I don't think it is. But I also think that the other way you can, you can maybe win a little bit is by just like... I, I don't know. I go home. I'll go home after this, and I'm fine the rest of the day. I went downstairs to get my mail once. <laughs> the one time I leave my apartment, I'm like, okay, it's 4:30 in the afternoon. No one is. Everybody's either in or out. Whatever. If I pass them, I can stay in the stairwell. I'm at my mailbox. This motherfucker from the first floor runs out of his apartment, sees me there, no mask, runs right by me, walks right by. Doesn't say, excuse me, move, nothing. I jump back up the stairs, almost break my neck to get out of his way. I'm wearing a mask. I put on a mask to go downstairs to get my mail just in case. And this motherfucker ran out of the building. So not only does he give zero fucks about the people in the building or himself, the one time I leave my apartment to go down to do something other than sit on my couch, I confront somebody who, who is so unaware. Oh, go get your leash. All right, we're done. But that's just the point. The point is you can't, you can't go anywhere. Now we're going to go back home, and that's going to be the end of that. So that's really the end of that. And here we are again. Same rant, different day, different time. <laughs> but it's, it's literally like rinse, repeat, rant. And it's exhausting, and I'm tired of it. And I don't want every fucking rant on my podcast from now on to be about people not wearing fucking masks. There's gotta be something else. There's gotta be something else. This can't be the end of it. But we're not doing anything else for me to rant about. I'm not riding the bus, I'm not on the train, I'm not walking around downtown. Not interacting with that many fucking people, to be quite honest. Which led to a lot of rants, just daily life experiences. And we're not having very many of those anymore because of this global fucking pandemic, which is understandable. And we're, I'm okay with that. That's the point. And I think Lincoln is the same way. We're both okay. Many people have resigned themselves to the fact that if A, if you follow A, then B, if you socially distance, if you stay home, the curve will flatten. They flatten the curves. Hospitals aren't overwhelmed. Uh, scientists aren't overwhelmed. Maybe they can then work in a less stressful environment to potentially find a cure, 
find a vaccine, figure out how, what the antibodies mean, what are these new s- symptoms popping up in people and in, in ki- well, kids are people, in kids and in adults, like corona toe or the rash or, you know, what, there's always some kind of new symptom. And now there's, now, uh, there's over 100 cases of this inflammatory multi-symptom situational shit in kids. That has to be terrifying for a fucking parent. I think anybody getting sick is terrifying for anybody. But especially, like, your kid who, A, maybe can't explain what they're feeling as well. So you're constantly, like, looking for these symptoms. It's very – I would assume it's very difficult to not cross the line into becoming absolutely paranoid. And now – you know, and now you really you, – you, you should have always been, but now you really have to be extra super-duper careful with kids. Kids run. They fall down. They play. They want to – I mean, they're on a scooter. They're on their bike. You want to take them out, get them some physical exercise. Keep whatever tiny little shred or semblance – of, it's not even normalcy anymore. I mean, leaving the park, I saw these two adorable little twin girls. It was heartbreaking to see them in their ma- in masks. It's hard to look at kids with face coverings. I'm like, that's their, that's their childhood. Will they remember it? Hopefully not. But but these kids are running. It, you know, it's seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You're like these kids know what's going on, and you have to talk to kids like they need to know what's happening. This is not a game. This is not take your mask on, ha ha, let's play. I, don't, I would love to, you know, there's, I would love to talk to some parents. Maybe we'll get Lufter or, or Lamanji or somebody that, that has kids that are old enough to comprehend. Lufter has kids, they're, seven, they're, you know, starting high school, graduating seniors. They know what the deal is. It's got to be frustrating as all fucking get out to, to try to wrap your head around this shit. And then to go out and see other motherfuckers in your neighborhood not giving a shit. And you're sitting in there, no school, no summer camp, no summer programs, no summer jobs. That, imagine all these kids that made money from SYEP and all these summer youth employment programs. And they would take, a lot of kids would take that money home and that, they would contribute that to the family. Or they would be able to take care of themselves and buy themselves breakfast, lunch, and dinner if that were the case. And now there's no summer youth employment. There's no teen job. There's no, that's an experience. That's something you put on your resume. Every babysitting job, every, every, the first job you ever had, like when you were old enough to work, when you got your working papers and shit, being able to make your own money, it's a sense of pride. It's a stepping stone. It's a milestone in your life. And now that's all fucked up. All these milestones are fucked. Graduations on Zoom, weddings on Zoom, anniversaries, birthdays. Fucking funerals, for fuck's sake. I mean, none of this shit is normal. But in order to get through this clusterfuck to get back to whatever the new normal is, everybody's got to have some level sense of the, doing the minimum, which to me is putting on a mask. That's the minimum. You want to wear gloves? Wear gloves. I don't wear gloves outside. I carry a little one little thing of Purell that I have left that I found in the bottom of the dog drawer. That I used to take if, God forbid, I was pooper scooping and I got poop, dog poop on my hands or dog slobber all over me and I would use Purell to wipe my hands. I found a bottle of, a little tiny travel size bottle of Purell. It's a fucking score. It's like finding like a hundred dollar bill on the street. It's like finding five fucking dollars on the street at this fucking point. I'll take anything. But still, the point is, to, is, is that Mad Lib that Lincoln's talking about? The rules don't apply to me because... 
No, the rules apply to you, motherfucker. The rules apply to you. There is just no one around to enforce them. So you need to be mature enough to, to self-enforce the rules and say, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do because I know it's the right thing to do. That's the Mad Lib. This is not, like, it's not the responsibility of the New York fucking police department to come around and issue you a summons for not wearing a fucking mask. Grow the fuck up. That's, you know, act, act, act like an adult for once. You don't even have to act like an intelligent human being for once. There are kids running around that are smarter than you. It's, it's not even, a, it doesn't even need to be a discussion. Fill in the blank. The rules don't apply to me because why? Because I'm white and I have money? Because I'm white and I'm evangelical? Because I'm white and I'm an ultra-Orthodox Haredi Jew? Because I, the rules don't apply to me because I live in the hood? Because I'm a gangbanger? Because I'm a dope slanger? Because I'm, what? The virus doesn't know who the fuck you are. It knows that you're a host with the most. And it coming to feast on your dumb ass. And I guess you just leave the rest up to Darwin. And, that, and that's that. And that's another, it's another day. It's another day. It's another, it's another day in the hood. It's another day in the ville. It's another day of sitting on my fucking couch wondering if I'm the crazy one. Because I lose my shit about stuff like that. And, and, and then that's what Steve was talking about. Like, do you wear the mask? You wear the mask as a symbol that you're fucking aware of that there's a global pandemic going on. You don't put the mask around your neck and then when somebody tells you to put it on, basically flip them off and give them the finger and tell them to go fuck themselves. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Dumb motherfucker. Like, this guy was, I mean, honestly. And to that try guy, fuck him too. The guy doing wind sprints, fuck you. The girl doing burpees, no. Also, drink your coffee before you leave your house. This whole mask on and off shit. No. Mask on and off. You're standing around people. I take the mask on and off to run. There's no one around. If you're standing around socializing with people and the mask is on and off for coffee, Sorry. You need it, it come on. I mean, it's it's just I don't know. That's where that's that's where we are. That's where we'll be. And hopefully we'll t- <laughs> we'll rant about the top 10 male singers next so it's something different and we can change the mood and lighten up the mood because this is depressing as fuck. This is for every moment. Sat there and looked at a tree Saw a woodpecker. Dude was like banging on the tree, hanging out. They never really get that close where you can literally like watch them do their thing. Nice little nature moment, sun coming up. It was all quiet. Me and the woodpecker, chilling. Nice, relaxing. I was like, wow, going to be one of those days. Not even a half an hour later, it turned into one of those motherfucking days. So you got to take the little moments where you can get them. And I guess that's the mental compartmentalization. I compartmentalized that woodpecker moment. And then it was completely fucking obliterated by a bunch of non-mask wearing assholes who made me feel like I needed to leave the park. All right, I'm now, I, now I'm getting redundant and I'm repeating myself. So I will say, I will see you at the Dance Jam, the live coronavirus DJ Dance Jam, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 Pacific. Uh, it will be if we get cut off and then blocked from posting live video at the Burner account Hashtag love yourself. Hashtag spelled out. It's hashtag L-O-V-E-U-R-S-E-L-F. Uh, so just have that as backup because if I can't get back onto the live because apparently now they throw you in like Instagram jail where they cut off your ability to live stream because they match your content, 
Yet every other motherfucking DJ like Questlove, D-Nice, they can stream for 24 hours. Are they getting cut off for matching content? I ask you, where is that white list I'm not on? And why is the list white? Why isn't it purple or green or polka dot? Put me on some motherfucking list and stop cutting my shit off. Don't worry, I tweeted that at them also. Uh, not that they give a shit because Instagram is owned by Facebook and Facebook uh, has no soul. So uh, that's where we'll be, 8 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Uh, you can come and hang out with the peeps. Check out Lincoln on the Instagram at Lincoln A. Mitchell for his Mitchell Minute. Check him out on Twitter at Lincoln Mitchell. His website is LincolnMitchell.com. You can find out more about Lincoln. You can buy his books. You can uh, tweet at him. Let him know what you think. Let him know the answer to the Mad Lib that he threw out there. The rules don't apply to me because. Send him all your answers. I'm sure he would love to hear from you. Uh, and that is it. Wash your hands until the next time. Wash your hands, wear a motherfucking mask, and check on your peeps. And get your coffee in, hashtag coffee o'clock, and tag me in your stories. And if you don't name your coffee machine, whatever brand, whatever type it is, it doesn't count. Get on that. All right, until the next time. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. God damn it. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease.